It's the Empowerment Perspective Podcast, hosted by Demiso Josie and Mr. Kareem Spence. Stay empowered. Stay empowered. All right, welcome to another episode of the Empowerment Perspective Podcast. I go by the name of Demiso Josie. I'm outside. Spence is here. What's happening, sir? Man, you done with the holidays? You gonna be shopping? Listen, I hate shopping. Um, I like the holidays, but it, people trying to take away my Thanksgiving too fast. Okay. My wife put up the lights in the house like Alrighty. three days before Thanksgiving. Had a problem with that. Okay. Then she wanted me to put the lights outside. So I'm not doing that until after Thanksgiving. It ain't happening. Did you do it yet? Because the hawk was out. Like, it was cold on Thanksgiving. I'm glad you brought that up because I have, should I take it personal here? I'm listening. So, <clears throat> our tradition is to do it the Friday after Thanksgiving, whether mm-hmm. it's cold or not. But I didn't do it because I knew Sunday was going to be warm. Okay. So, my wife, before I even put the lights up, she was like, listen, don't ghetto up the lights this year. Because <laughs> everybody, you see my neighborhood, everybody got their stuff on L7 Square and, and nice. She said, don't ghetto up the lights this year. Sex is always missing and going out and all this stuff. So, wait, you mean something? Y'all are the, the ghetto people in your neighborhood? Yeah, according to my wife, yes, we are the ghetto ones in the neighborhood. So, I put these lights up. So, I'm thinking, all right, I can't ghetto it up. Got some extra lights. Uh-huh. Taking my time. Then I start getting frustrated because the trees are tall, my ladder's too short, the whole mm-hmm. nine. So I'm out there in the middle of this. Mind you, I'm in the middle of writing my dissertation too. So I've already been up since 6.30 mm-hmm. to 11 writing some nonsense that I really don't understand what I'm writing. Okay. Yeah, he, told me, he told me about that. Yeah. yeah, so that's a whole nother take personally. We're going to talk about that later. After you, after you get your credentials. Yes, yeah, and then I'm going to go in. Yeah. So then I'm sitting there putting the lights up and everything, and she's seeing that I'm frustrated. She's sending the kids out. They're supposedly supposed to be helping. Of course, they wasn't helping. They get the lights tangled up around a tree. I said, get out of here. Let me do the lights. So I'm frustrated, tired. Okay. Then she come out and say, let's go get the Christmas tree. In the middle of me putting these lights up. You going to get the tree. So I go ahead and put the, the lights down. Mm-hmm. Went and got the Christmas tree. On the way to get the Christmas tree. Go to the same spot every year, and we get in this argument. Is it cash only or credit? I said, baby, it's cash only. She said, okay. oh, they probably got to swipe this. <laughs> we pull up, big sign say, cash only. So I ain't saying okay. I just sat there. Now I'm steamed okay. coming out of money. So she went and got money while we went and picked up the tree. I'm trying to pick up Charlie Brown's Christmas tree, but my kids want the tallest, biggest Christmas tree. Nine footer. Yeah, okay. biggest one that they could find. Meanwhile, they're arguing. The one side is bare, and you know. Wait a the, I, I've been in your car before. Now, who, who's driving? No, we got the truck. You got the truck. Got okay, the truck. I thought they like tying it to your car. No, we ain't doing it. I already scratched that up and done. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I'm like trying to get in the holiday spirit. My daughter puts the Santa Claus hat on me. And I'm like, should I be taking this whole thing personal? The fact that I was out there, she knew I was frustrated. And you okay. want to ask me to go get this Christmas tree. We had all weekend mm-hmm. to get this Christmas tree. But you're going to wait until I'm frustrated yes. to ask me to go get that Christmas tree. Well, before I answer, let me ask this. Did you watch the Cowboy game? I did see the Cowboy game. Okay. Um, did you watch the Eagle game? No, because that was in the middle of me doing my dissertation okay. slash putting lights up. Did anybody bother you while your boys were on, on Thanksgiving? Mm, baller? No, I can't say the thing. They gave you a day off, so they were trying to actually Oh, but wait. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Because we were supposed to eat dinner at 2 o'clock because the game was coming on at 4.30. I said, I want to be done eating. At 2 o'clock? Yes, because that's round one. Then we come back for round two. So okay. then... Of course, people were late on CP time, like my family always is. <laughs> Stuff half done, not ready. I didn't start eating to kick off, basically. So okay. I missed good first quarter because we're sitting there eating. Okay. So should I take all this stuff personal that they're trying to ruin Thanksgiving? 
And they already, oh, it gets better. I forgot about this. Because we have the elf on the shelf. What's the, what's the whole elf? Listen, the elf on the shelf is this little, little elf that you got to keep moving. It's got magical powers. Okay. And they go back and report to Santa if your kids were naughty and nice and all that other nonsense. You can't touch it because if you touch it, it loses the power. I talked about this whole Santa thing. Yeah, I, oh, I got something for that, too. Okay. I told you we got a lot to all talk right, about. Go ahead, go ahead. So then I'm like, all right, we're looking for this elf on the shelf. Of course, we can't find it. So I go to. You got kidnapped? We found all the clothes and stuff. Okay. My wife don't know where she put it. From last year. Okay. So I go to the store. I'm sitting there, and she said, "You got to make sure it's the right one." And I'm sending her pictures of the ones that they got and all stuff. Finally, buy it. Leaving the store, she finds the elf on the shelf. So now we got two elves on the shelf. Okay. I'm like, all right, now this is getting ridiculous. I, I have two now. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we have two. Okay. So I should be taking that personal. The whole experience and ruining my Thanksgiving. Well, taking I'm it trying to get a family benefit of doubt. Did you get turkey leg for Thanksgiving? I did. I cut up turkey. Got the. I got the big piece. So you really can't complain because, like Big said, more money, more problems. So <laughs> if you gonna get more turkey, you gonna get more problems. That's what it really boils that, down that's to. That's true. That is true. I'll give you that one. So speaking of our last uh, episode on the radio, we Man, talked about. They were hilarious. Oh my god, we talked about Santa, right? Yes. So I'm listening to. I got my kids in the car and I'm listening to the radio show, and mm-hmm. I forgot we were talking about how I'm going to ruin Christmas for my kids. <laughs> and Santa, so I turned. I had to turn it off. So then my man called me. He was like, uh-huh. yo, I just got to argue with my daughters because I was listening to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you ruining Christmas for all these kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> I said, all right. Man. This, well, I mean, is it actually ruining Christmas? Like, are they not going to celebrate and say, no, no, give me anything because you said some things? I think they know Santa ain't real. <laughs> I just want to confirm it. You want to confirm it? Well, I, I think that a lot of times with them, they want to continue to get the good gifts. So they have uh-huh. to believe in the myth because if they believe in the myth, the gifts, good gifts are going to keep coming. If you keep it real with them, you're like, yo, it's really me, and I ain't got the money this year. They're like, yo, listen, I want that guy back. That, that guy never had money problems. Then my, my youngest daughter hit me with, oh, daddy, you ain't got to worry about getting the kids toys. That's what Santa does. And I wanted to go in right then and there and tell her that it's not real, but I did. I held, I held back. So... Uh, but on that particular episode, we did start talking about fatherhood, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we had a different perspectives on there as well. How do you think that uh, show went? Listen, my guy, now rock with him, Alt is hilarious. He brought up child support early. <laughs> he went in early. Early, he brought up. So I think overall, we put out some really good information. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, he he is a, a character, and I, and I rock with him. He said child support. Yeah, that was a good one. So make sure you check out uh, Santa Ain't Real on our website. Uh, that radio show. We will be leaving the radio and doing podcasts back to podcast land. Yes. And um, you know, hitting the road and hitting some different places. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, the radio was good to us, but it kind of it kind of you know it stifled, stifled us yeah. a little bit. So it's time to get back to our roots and, and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, the December twenty second, uh, we're going to be recording the podcast series on fatherhood. Okay. Uh, Pete Collins awesome. coming through. My okay. wife says she might get on there too. Um, so I got a bunch of people that want to chime in. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what she wanted to do. But then she said she wanted to do uh, a podcast on marriage and we get a couple married couples again. Since we did the man's episode, we did the female's episode. Am I invited or no? I'm not invited. No, you have to be. You're the co-host of the show. You okay. have to be uh, in there. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll put the question out there early. I've been asking people, doing a quick little survey. And basically... Trying to figure out uh, what are the benefits for a guy getting married. Mm. Like nobody can give me nothing. I talked to a couple of people. And I'm like, hey, what do I get out of it? 
Why should I get shot? <laughs> what, 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 what happened? What happened? I said you might need me on that show, but that's a different show. Yeah, we're going to talk off air on that one. We'll talk oh, about that okay. off air. So we have that coming in 22nd. Uh, and then uh, December 1st, which is next Saturday, this episode will probably be dropping right on Saturday. Uh, we got our toy drive. Yes, yes. Uh, benefit Children of CHOP. Yes. Um, so and, we're going to do that. And, and nurses said they are coming. They oh, they're, they're coming. Uh, it's going to be a good time. We're going to do a podcast there, a live podcast. Uh, we're going to stream live on Facebook and um, hopefully get some people to chime in on that. Um, we did our turkey uh, donations for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually dropped, uh, I want to say, eight or nine, seven or eight turkeys at a church in Byland. I don't know. Okay. I can't remember the name of the church, but um, every year we donate to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so big out, shout out to um, Dog Bell out there and uh, Violin and her mother. Um, and uh, the store Aldi, I want to give them a shout out. Okay. Now, they gave you super discount? <clears throat> no. Okay. So last year I went in there and I bought up eight, nine turkeys. Uh-huh. So I load my cart up with turkeys this year yeah. and some other items I needed to you know, make this uh-huh. sweet potato pie. My man comes behind the counter. I ain't even lying yet. He comes behind the counter and was like, yo, you can only buy two. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I said, that don't make sense. Like, your job is to sell turkeys. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you where you went wrong at. You should have went in, like, for the movie King of New York, when he went to go buy some chicken. <laughs> like, I need 35 pieces of chicken and get kids some money, like, go play the video games. That's how you're supposed to win it. You're supposed to have your gold chains and everything else, mm. just like King of New York. That's how you should approach it. That's approached to him. So. He wouldn't say nothing. He came up, and I said, all right, whatever. I left the cart there. I was going to mm. turn the cart over. You and walk out the store. You should have. But I realized this is Aldi. They got my quarter and the. Um, <laughs> That's petty. <laughs> it is petty. You, you had an opportunity. It's a prime opportunity <laughs> to just go bananas and flip the cart and be like, you know what? I don't want the turkeys anyway. I, I lost my quarter. So I have to make sure I get my quarter back. I didn't know they still doing that? So they're still no, doing Pac-Mark it. Mark used to do that. I didn't know they still did that. So shout out to Aldi for making me spend our money uh, elsewhere um, for the holiday season. Any, like, anyway, we got a lot going on the holiday season, like we said. Mm-hmm. Um, 2019 is still going to be some big things popping. Shout out to uh, Kelly out there, Innovative School Summit. Yes. We'll have her on the radio show Saturday to talk about her um, company and the things that she's doing. And I'm going to get down to the bottom of why she gave into your pettiness down in Atlanta <laughs> when we were down there. So we're going to talk about that too. But on today's episode, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn's in the house. Yes. Um, <clears throat> We stress a lot about networking, and in okay. one of my brother's episodes, she she talked about how as a child he wished he would have learned how to network, and that mm-hmm. was like one of the biggest downfalls in college. Um, so anybody that's out there that's trying to get stuff done, your ability to network and network with the right people is extremely extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, through a mutual friend of ours, Darlene Dahan, who's done work with us and will continue to work with the Empowerment Perspective, she called me and was like, "Listen." have this uh, young lady that I need you to talk to. She's really brilliant. She's got some great initiatives involving STEM and and women in STEM. Mm -hmm. You guys need to connect. Um, Also, uh, she's interested in my dissertation topic, uh, School to Prison Pipeline. At least it was that. We can talk about that in a Mm -hmm. second in that whole process. I'm going to need like three days to go on this dissertation thing when it's all said. Is she interested in joining the team? We ain't going to get there in a second. So, Why are you frowning your face off, Brooklyn? No, don't do that. One step at a time. Mm. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. Baby step. Baby step. No, we go all in. That's how we do it. (laughs) So we're going to get to the bottom of what she does. Um, We are at the the lovely campus of Stockton. Every time I come here, it rains, though. Every single time I come here, it rains. (laughs) 
Ben Stockman's trying to tell me something. <laughs> it looks like a black cloud. <laughs> Whenever you come here, the sky opened up, and then okay. I'm, I'm getting soaking wet. But I'd like to welcome Dawn Watkins to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, welcome. thank you. Glad to be here. Oh, I'm glad you are uh, taking time out to, to be with us. I know you were working diligently when I was here. I saw the steam coming up out of your head, the <laughs> your vein popping. Why are you so frustrated over the work that you were just doing? Because it had to do with ethical leadership and the lack thereof. Hmm. So tell me more. Put the face again. No, you know we on camera. <laughs> Smile. Yes, there you go. I should have bought some now later. That's what you were do. talking about. What was it? Volkswagen was the company, was it? Volkswagen. Yeah. So what? What were they doing? Well, Volkswagen is uh, in the news for some. Um, falsification of emissions data, hmm. but I didn't want to focus on that particular um, issue. I wanted to go back a little bit further to like 2005 when there were other unethical um, issues taking place with their leadership, hmm. and it had to do some with prostitution, drugs, um, political uh, involvement. It was just a gambit of, of different unethical practices mm -hmm. and, um, and and issues pretty much embedded in the processes and the policies of the organization itself. So I'm going to be diving a little bit deeper into that. Is it only unethical because it's here in the United States? The reason I'm asking is because my brother also travels over overseas a lot and he mm -hmm. talks about the culture of business over there and how um, it is a part of the meeting to actually, uh, some people will give them young ladies to go back to their hotels and do things and you have to eat certain things. Like it's what mm -hmm. you described is exactly what he was like, oh, this is happens all the time in, in that, in that particular culture. Yeah. Well, these issues took place actually in Germany. Mm. And um, actually, the, the company itself was footing the bill for these unethical practices. And some executives were claiming that they were unaware. So mm. allegedly, mm. Um, they it's didn't know what was going on. It's kind of like that, that girl that got caught with the uh, GoFundMe scam. She's claiming that she didn't know <laughs> that the whole thing was a scam. I said, that's nonsense. <laughs> While she's spending that money. Yes. <laughs> so interesting. Oh, wow. So we want to get to the, the, to the meat and potatoes of actually why we're here. Um, you are involved with an organization that deals specifically with women and STEM. What is that organization and what's that organization about? Okay. So I am the president of the American Association of University Women. It is a nationally recognized organization that advocates for women and girls in the STEM fields. And so what I wanted to do was bring some STEM opportunities to Cumberland County, which lacks um, STEM programs, especially programs for girls. Mm. Um, so being a part of the AAUW allows girls from Cumberland County to participate in any of the programs that they sponsor. So they sponsor Tech Trek, which is a week-long STEM camp uh, for eighth grade girls. We host it um, at Stockton University. There is Tween Tech, which is a one-day STEM event uh, for middle school girls, sixth through eighth grade, and that's what we'll be hosting on March 15th on Cumberland County College's campus. Mm -hmm. It is the first 
countywide STEM event for middle school girls, so I'm very excited about that. And the third is Teen Tech. Teen Tech is uh, also a one-day STEM event for high school girls, and we intend to host that on Cumberland County College's campus as well in 2020. Hmm. So when 2020 rolls around, I hope to have Tween Tech um, and Teen Tech initiated on that campus. Hmm. Why did you, did you choose to, to get involved with the organization and, and use this as your platform? Like, why? What's the importance to you um, about women in STEM? So when I was doing my master's degree, I was trying to be an overachiever and get published. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I'm still working on the paper. I had to place it on the side for for now as I do my doctoral degree. But um, it was called Black Women in STEM, Operation Recruit and Retain. And it talks about how PWIs, which are predominantly white institutions, can recruit black women, black students, and retain them in in those STEM fields and actually push them towards a STEM career. Um, And as I was doing the research, I came across um, this article called Why So Few, and it was written by the AAUW. And I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Um, And it just so happened as I was doing that paper, I also was one of the founding members of CSTA, which is Computer Science Teachers of America on Stockton University's campus. And one of our members uh, was, it was just, um, we just had received a grant for um, the AAUW to begin holding uh, a tech trek here at Stockton University. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to get on board and become a part of that. And so I've been working with Stockton University for the last four years with the tech trek. And I thought, oh, this is wonderful. We need to bring Cumberland County girls in on this. So by year two, the program expanded, actually it doubled in size, and we were able to open the program to um, all of the counties in the state. But the problem was Cumberland County couldn't participate because there was no representation. And being that I was the only um, AAUW member at the time, I had to um, make it logistically possible for these girls to participate. So it just kind of grew into out of a need, really, not necessarily something that I had envisioned. It just was a need. How do we begin the process of getting girls interested in STEM? Um, I say that because I'm reflecting again back to my brother's um, uh, episode that he was on, and he he's an engineer, and he said the only reason he chose to be an engineer because somebody in the community was like, "You look like an engineer." It wasn't <laughs> like there was a, a teacher or anybody that kind of stimulated you know that interest. But I, what is it like? How can we get? You know, young ladies specifically more interested in the STEM-related fields. Well, it starts with programs like Tween Tech, um, giving the girls an opportunity to be exposed to some of the careers that are out there, and even just some of the the tools that are out there. There's so many teachers that say, "Oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? A doctor, a lawyer?" Well, there's so many other jobs out there, mm-hmm. and then when you look at the statistics, there are a lot of male-dominated fields that women are actually better at. 
Yeah, well, let's see. Now, Mr. Petty, you want to take this one? When, when you say better, what exactly do you mean, like, better? Well, my, better what? Women think in differently, and they, they bring a different approach to how, um, a different perspective to how they approach things. And so we want to make sure that girls take that path, mm-hmm. that they begin to think things differently, begin to use that innate that innate I, I get it. So you're going to take the skill of hacking into somebody's phone. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and take it into a different dimension. Absolutely. Where you, don't, you can actually design the phones. That's good. Well, I'm working on that, too. I have a couple of um, organizations that I'm looking to partner with for this particular program so that they can come out and expose these girls to just exactly that computer science programming. Um, one of our one of our apps um, during Tech Trek, I think two years ago, was having Verizon come in and teach these girls how to create their own apps, how to build them, how to implement them. And so we're looking to we're looking to expose these girls to so many different um, STEM careers and 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 actual workshops. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a ton of workshops filled in that one day. So what Max says, being a student on the school council, what can I do to, to assist in being able to recruit? Because I have a... Well, we are still looking for uh, workshop facilitators. So if you have a name and contact information for someone who would like to facilitate a workshop, it would have to be in any of the science, technology, engineering, mathematic fields. They can do a workshop. You just let me know. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here wrestling, and I don't have any facts or statistics to back this up, but I'm looking at, like, historically, women in STEM-related fields. There's obviously been some that has been very, very influential. I mean, you saw the movie Hidden Figures mm-hmm. and, you know, those things actually, and there was a lot of them. And I'm wondering if there's more out there than we actually understand like is it is it a are we at a crisis level in terms of women in stem related fields or is it just that we just want more of them in there because they're obviously out there and i've run across a lot of astronauts and a lot of scientists and a lot of uh, people that are women is it just a perception thing i don't i don't want to say it's a perception thing but i think it's a, it's a reality that they're not given the same opportunities as men i will say that I think a lot of times when you look at the number of examples that may be within the school, it may not be a woman that's actually representing. Now, when you say opportunities, what do you mean not given the same opportunities as men? When you have, let's say there's a ratio of more men than women that are teaching these STEM programs. Mm. So if, if they don't see themselves as being someone that actually do the same type of work, or all it takes is really a couple of statements that you can't do it. Mm. So really, that we need become to discouraged. Recruit more female STEM educators, oh, which absolutely. is to me is an oxymoron because the education field is majority women. But not when not you look at fields. yeah, when you look at the computer science department, even in my building. But statistically. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just having a female instructor. But even if you had visual Hmm. um, pictures of women in in any of those STEM fields, it's still more 
uh, encouraging and it instills confidence mm -hmm. in younger girls. Mm -hmm. I, I think some of it has to do too with parental influence. And my family is guilty of this too, mm -hmm. is that our parents project what they want their kids to be. And a lot of them are not having conversations with young ladies about being scientists and engineers. Because a lot of parents, again, are just like those teachers. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what other opportunities are out there. Mm -hmm. So some of them are limited um, with their own personal growth where they had a stifled childhood and they're just, you know, they're in the career that they're in now just because I needed to pay bills. Mm. They didn't necessarily think about a career path, whereas when you start early and you set the, the child in this particular instance, girls, um, with, with opportunities and options, that gives them a more focused and direct mm. um, pathway to a STEM career, or even thinking about what options or careers are out there. Mm -hmm. I think that we need to start developing um, the proper mindset in our students and in those those specific career fields, because we're talking about being very analytical, very mm -hmm. critical, um, and and you know, and not innovative in the sense of coming up with solving problems. I think we need to do a better job of teaching our students those skill sets and you know then I think they'll be a little bit more prepared to to go down the path of a STEM related career. Well even when you look at the, the curriculum in our schools um, you're talking about first, second, third, fourth grade, maybe even fifth grade mm -hmm. before we even you know touch into the STEM related careers mm -hmm. mainly having um, a woman as the focal point of their contributions to science. Mm -hmm. This is true. And that's why it's important for us to do our tween tech. Now, tween tech begins in middle school, um, exposing these girls to STEM options, STEM opportunities. Because when you get to high school, girls already have in their mind, oh, I don't like math, I'm not good at math. When actually they, they are better in math. Um, that better word again. <laughs> <laughs> You're different. She, she changed the different. Go ahead. You said better. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. You might not count me out here. <laughs> but ultimately, girls have their mind um, decided by high school. So we want to reach the girls at a younger age. And I'm actually going to be working with Darlene to make sure that we can capture younger students um, sooner. And I'm going to create a partnership with... Um, the Apartment uh, Perspective Group? Sorry? That's the partnership you're going to create. Yes. Um, that wasn't the partnership <laughs> I was thinking well, of now. at the yes. particular <laughs> time. It is now. But yes. we, could, we could possibly yes. work on something. That's um, but so who was the partnership originally before we took their spot? Who was the partnership? Well, it hasn't been established yet. It's in the works. Mm -hmm. So um, when, when I get something a little more formal, I'll let you know. But I am looking um, to work with Darlene on that, who, mm -hmm. who I might add is a part of my AAUW branch and is um, worthwhile having her. Thank you very much. <laughs> so 
feel like that's like a, it's the subliminal message. It, 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 it sounds like there's a bidding war over the services no, of Darlene. No, no. I, I feel like we're all in this together. If you're in education, if you care about the kids, then um, we're all in this together. I agree. I agree with So that. it can be an unspoken partnership. No, no, it's going to be written on a piece of paper <laughs> with your picture saying that you are, you're with us. That's what it's going to be. That is too funny. So it seems like you are very, very busy and involved. Yeah. How do you find time to do all of the stuff that you're doing? Well, this is actually just one small I kind of figured that. It's more? Yeah, there's a ton more. Um, but I'd have to say it's the grace of God mm. and no sleep. Because it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, and a lot of focusing, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that you know these these kids have the opportunities that a lot of other communities have, mm-hmm. um, and that's very important to me. Yeah. I got a feeling one of the things we talk about all the time is uh, how to develop success, and you mm-hmm. know, needed to have a commitment to success, need to be able to make sacrifices like no sleep and you know doing these different things. I think too many people, you know, they want the success without the work, and it's, it's obviously not going to happen. And I think the other thing that a lot of people are missing, and the more that we talk to people, is your heart is really into service. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the people that want to be successful, a lot of people I talk to, it, they're their idea of success is about money more so than uh, fame and notoriety more so than service. And I always say you need to chase the service. The money will eventually follow and find you. But <laughs> well, it, let's hope that it, happens. I mean, I, I'm a, I need that to chase me. Yeah, I, I'm a firm believer of it. Is that <laughs> it's good what you put out? What you, what you put out is going to come back. And I Absolutely. just think you're going to put yourself around the right people and get in the networking the thing. Empowerment perspective. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> you'll be able to set yourself up. Um, but then to tie it back into our financial episode that we had, um, you have to ask yourself what level of comfortability from that, and like, what is my goal? Like, what does that look like? How do I, when I get financially to a point where uh, I'm straight, like I don't really, I can maneuver in this space. Um, a lot of people think it's a lot of money, but you have to really focus on your lifestyle and all that stuff. But all that stuff is secondary. You need to chase service. You need to chase and be able to, a blessing to somebody else mm-hmm. in order Absolutely. for um, it to come back. It may not come back in the form of money, but it'll come back um, to you for sure. Um, and that's that's my motto. <clears throat> I believe that I am blessed to be a blessing to others, mm-hmm. and that's that's my core mm-hmm. my core value, mm-hmm. and that's my reasoning for doing this. Besides the fact that when you educate students, I think you're building your community mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And as far as the money goes, just an FYI. The AAUW Why are you looking at me hosting. about money? <laughs> are we going to talk about that's a great segment? Like, you look at me like, yeah, I want some of that money. Why are you looking well, at me? I mean, I, I don't necessarily... She's about to ask you for money. See, that's, that's why she's no, looking no, at me. No, I wanted to invite you. Okay. We're, we're going to be hosting a masquerade ball. It is the first ever masquerade ball in Cumberland County. I wanted to do something different, and that is definitely going to be different. It is going to be the Saturday before Halloween... October next year, and it will be held at the Eastland um, Golf Resort in Vineland, New Jersey. Okay. And it will be a great fundraiser. So I will keep you posted. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so we can come anonymous. I got the mask on. Ain't nobody gonna know who I am. I ain't gotta say right. nothing. That could be dangerous. Just bring your wallet. 
like you're gonna rob him? <laughs> <laughs> you're not robbing. I thought you for money. She's gonna take your money. So, what, what, why do we need money at the party? Because it is a fundraiser, and there will be a silent auction. Okay. You may want to um, make another donation. You know. It, it just depends. We will have items there for you to, um, you to sure? purchase. You, you might have to have a deeper true? conversation about stuff that I like to buy. <laughs> we can. Yes, because I'll look at it now. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> and the money, the proceeds go to? The proceeds go to funding all of our initiatives. Mm -hmm. So right now, um, we're looking to, A, make sure that the next tween tech and tech is is fully funded like we can just put out the money we don't have to do small fundraisers right now we have a GoFundMe and you can find that GoFundMe link on my Facebook page okay. you can go to the AAUW Cumberland County website click on the link or you can just find Don Watkins and you'll find the link on there as well in the meantime you know and, and to prevent having to do that next year and, and you know just solicit funds throughout the year I want to raise at least $15,000 to support some of the programs um, like tween tech and teen tech but also some initiatives um, like I said we're looking to partner with another organization to bring STEM opportunities to, to younger children well that mm. that takes funding mm, absolutely. Um, we want to be able to begin connecting the community to these students and um, setting up events to make that happen cost a couple dollars as well. Okay. And how can people get uh, more information about Tween Tech and, and Teen Tech? So they can A, go to our Facebook page. Um, you can look up AA American Association of University Women, Cumberland County. You can find me, Dawn Watkins. Or you can go to our website, which is www.aauw-cc.org. Or you can email me personally at president at aauw-cc.org. We, we got to call you Madam President. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> or you can refer to me as Dr. Dawn because that's coming. <laughs> you yelled at me on the phone when I did I that did? to you. Hmm. She was like, no, not yet. I was like, well, I'm projecting here. Okay, well, I had a change of heart since then. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. And we gotten really bold since we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. We went from being really shy to no, call I'm president. Make sure you know the, uh, Madam President. Yes, Madam yeah, President. Sure. That's straight. That is too funny. You see, you call me doctor. That's the only uh, I'm going to answer to from now on. Not to be doctor. So we're going to switch gears a little bit on the podcast. We like to have a little bit of a fun. Um, these questions that we're going to ask you is completely, completely up to you whether you want to answer it or not. Mm -hmm. um, but we have a traditional question that we ask everybody on this show. And that question is... That please the fifth. You don't even know the question. You ain't allowed to do that. It's not a courtroom. You know that. Okay. Are you petty? I'm sorry? Petty. P-E-T-T-Y. No. Every you had to think about it. That makes you petty. No, I'm not petty. I'm such a giver. Mm-hmm. So I don't sweat the small things. People calling you Madam President ain't petty. Having an email that starts out with President is not, is not petty. Well, I need, when I send out my information, 
I want them to know that you're dealing with executive leadership. Mm -hmm. So don't just put my email to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Don't just not answer it. It's very important. That's petty. It's not petty. I'm I'm trying to launch an organization that's going to help possibly their children. Mm -hmm. Because it's not, they're not helping my child. I mean, so I'm helping somebody else's kid. Yes. And if you're in the education business, then we need to become partners. Mm. And so that's not petty. It's more networking. It's not so. It's, see, yeah, she did that. I, I see. Every petty me to acknowledge. <laughs> but, uh, but here's the thing. You just said that you don't want anybody to not acknowledge your email. So just thinking that you're you're more important than other people makes you petty. No, not more important. No. But my goal is for the kids. Yes. It's for the children. So don't ignore me. And you. so if you're ignoring me, you're yes. actually in essence ignoring the children. Yes. And that's unacceptable. I kinda agree with her on that a little bit because I get kinda angry. Well you are petty, so I don't Oh absolutely. <laughs> but I get angry because <laughs> Let's say we had a conversation. I've been dealing with a company or organization. We're going back and forth. Yeah, I'll be on a radio show, on a radio show. And all of a sudden, communication just cuts off. Okay. Right? No explanation whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We revisit it again. You see the email. You respond to it. And then all of a sudden, you just stop. Like, in the middle. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. You tell me no all you want. Mm-hmm. At least respond to my email, especially if we've already had dialogue. See, mm-hmm. that's not petty. That's common courtesy. It is common courtesy. But I also feel the same, same kind of way if I'm emailing somebody to be on the podcast mm-hmm. or something or organization. Like, acknowledge it. You can say no. Mm-hmm. But don't pretend like you don't read it. Like, my phone tells me when you read my messages. Like, I know you've read the message. Like, just go ahead and <laughs> respond back. Especially if I know you. Like, that really bothers me. <laughs> I just not responding. They look at you. Like, like, nah, you go. I even go answer. <laughs> take a personal. That is take a personal. Yeah, it is. I now I wonder if people know that I do that because I look at it like I ain't gonna answer. I'm trying to think back if I might eat my text to you. I don't think you've never not responded back because it's usually. It depends on who the person is. Right. So if I look at the text and I say, no, I just say nothing but nothing, bunch of nonsense, then no, I'm going back to finish watching the game. And you know exactly what I'm talking about because I'll text you like, yo, how should I respond to this? Well, it depends on the person. Just be honest and be like, yo, I don't want to talk to you right now. I'd rather get that. Thank you. I'd rather get Thank that. you. So be honest. Set your 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 text to like pre-answer questions. Be like, just no. See, or leave this me alone. all stems back to our first conversation about ethical leadership. Uh, he's he's not really exhibiting he's, some positive ethical leadership, leadership skills right now. Hmm. You saying I, that's petty? This, it's very petty. That is, that is petty. So I'm glad you acknowledged that you're petty. No, I didn't acknowledge that. I was acknowledging your behavior. No. She said your behavior yes. is petty. We all behavior is petty? And unethical. It was not a positive <laughs> ethical leadership skill that you portrayed. By not returning? Uh, exactly. No. I, no. I, I don't have to respond to every message. I don't have to respond to every person. How would you feel if the other way around? What do you mean? You text somebody. Yes. And you don't hear anything back from them. I don't call them. We talked about this. I, I won't reach out again. But if somebody that you've had a, a relationship with and you've mm-hmm. been dealing with, you know, for a long time, or yes. you've been dealing with somebody, like, it's not somebody that's just new, you mm-hmm. can just ignore. You mm-hmm. still be like, you ain't talking to you no more. 
I still think, common courtesy, that if I send you a text message and you don't respond, it's not up to me to respond again. I'm supposed to just wait until I get a response. So you feel like the question's still floating out there and you're just waiting for them to answer whatever. Yes. Sometimes people's networks are down. <laughs> and I wait. <laughs> it happens. I can wait. I had nothing but time. Really interesting. <laughs> well, we thank you for being on our podcast. It wasn't that bad, right? It was awful. Yes. But thank you for having me. One, <laughs> one more time, get the people contact information for you. So you can reach me via email at president at aauw-cc.org. You can find us on Facebook or you can go on our website, which is www.aauw-cc.org. Still can't believe she said I have unethical behavior. This is my fault <laughs> for the entire ride home. So I'm unethical. This, this was fun, it. gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Unethical. You're not petty at you. You don't move to the unethical. <laughs> I'm unethical. <laughs> that puts me in a whole different category. <laughs> that is too funny. Um, so just uh, again, recap and what we got coming up December 1st, um, the toy drive. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a fatherhood doc- or pod series coming up soon. Um, and and then, you know, 2019, keep telling you guys about it. But some programs are going to be um, rolled out. Um, hopefully, we get the financial literacy piece together quickly um, and some mentoring things possibly going on. I don't know what it is, but every time I'm having a conversation with somebody, they talk about us opening up school. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's happening anytime soon, but I feel like sometime in the next five, six years that there might be an empowerment perspective academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so for adults or for for uh, probably looking at middle school to, to high school kids. My goal ultimately, and I had this vision. And I don't know if it's possible. I was wondering if there would be a school where you can go from, let's say, third grade and then end up with a, a degree at the end of it. So there would be, you know, the elementary, the middle school, and then you would continue your education at the Empowerment University all the way through mm-hmm. the system. Um, I don't know if it's possible. No, it's possible. But um, I can't tell them the secret, but I know exactly how we can get them there. We're not going to talk about that day. But anyway, we talked to some things way, way down the line. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some speaking engagements coming up and all other stuff. But we want to hit you with guys with some useful information. Um, so if there's any topics that you guys want us to explore, um, please hit us up on our website, theempowermentperspective.com. We're in the process of revamping that website, but it's, mm-hmm. it's getting there. Um, check out our programs that are on there. If you're educators or administrators, we will definitely mm-hmm. come to your school and give you professional development because that's what we do and that's what we come from. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got ethical, ethical, practical. But we're not doing anything on ethical. It's going to be ethical, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's trying to mess up the money. He's trying to mess up the money. Yeah, mess up the money. So um, until next time, we'll be on the radio Saturday, uh, December 1st is our last episode on the radio show, the Power Perspective radio show. But check us out on 99.9 FM and snjtoday.com and listen live. Any last words, sir? For the record, although I may be petty, <laughs> I'm, I'm not unethical. As, as Brooklyn said, I don't even know where that came from. Start taking cheap shots. This is going to ask me for money. How about that? We, this sort of people know we call it Brooklyn because it didn't. every time we talk to somebody, they always from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So that's what she says. She came I from Brooklyn. Have one, one last question. You're getting quality. Huh? You're getting quality people. 
<laughs> that's petty. What do you want? Huh? It may be petty. That is, it is petty. That was a little petty. I'm okay with that. Do you prefer Junior's Cheesecake or a Cheesecake Factory? Like, where is your allegiance to? Junior's, of course. Mm. Shout out to Junior's. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, make sure you hit us up. <laughs> In my respective loves your cheesecake. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, sir. Uh, until next time, stay in power.